Rhythm 105.9, it's the Vibe Show. I'm your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And I'm telling you right now, everybody's jumping in on the live, man. We got a super duper special guest, one of my all-time favorites, to be quite frank. This guy's a legend. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> this guy right here, if you don't know who this guy is, I'm telling you, man, you've been living under a rock, man. I'm talking about... He's an OG in the game. And once again, like I say, I just love this dude, man. I'm talking about for real. We talking about the one and only Brandon Hammond, baby. What's good? Wow. I appreciate that intro, man. What's up, Cass? What's going on, man? Man, listen. I'm going to tell you right now. I already feel like we family. You know what I mean? But you know what really blew my mind, and and I really was upset with my with my dog on self, man. What's you that? from What's the that? crib, yo? What you say? What we from the crib? Oh yeah, man. Originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, man. When Dude. I found out that uh the show was down there, you know, I had to let the family know. Shout out to my family in Baton Rouge. I know they're listening right now, and they're excited and happy. And yeah, man, that's that's my hometown, bro. I'm sitting here. I've been on the cloud, to be quite honest with you. I've been on the cloud, man, ever since we um we got this opportunity. So before we even before we even get live okay. with this thing, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. The live is going Absolutely. crazy right now. Everybody jumping on. They showing you nothing but love. My email's been going crazy. I'm telling you, you're OG wow. in this game, man. They love That's you. Humbling, man. That's humbling. That's, that, I really appreciate it, man. I'm honored to be on, too, man. I appreciate it. You guys reaching out to me, having me be a, be a guest, man. I'm uh, I'm really honored to be on, bro. Listen, bro, I'm talking about. I don't even know where to start from, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna do my best. Like I say, I'm a major fan, and always yeah. have been a major fan of your work and all of the uh, contributions that you've been blessing us <laughs> with, man, throughout the years in your career. That's so. Dope. Um, Let's start from the, want to start from the beginning? We can start yeah, man, beginning, I, man. I, 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 I got to give it to him, man. Everybody jumping on right now. The live going crazy right now, man. And the email's going crazy. Everybody got questions and stuff. So we're going to go all the way back. We're going to go all the way back. Let's go back to uh to 91, man. Let's go back to, let's go oh, back to about 91. Matter of fact, let's talk about a little bit before 91. Um, growing up, Growing up as a child. Let's let's start from there. What 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 was Brandon Hammond's life like growing up as a child? The memories that you can um, remember. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, it's dope. It's dope. I, I like how you start with ninety one. I was five, but I was five when I started acting. But like you say, my journey starts before that. You know, so I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, again, shout out to Baton Rouge, my family out there. Um, I was born in Baton Rouge. My mom who had an internship. She was um, an engineer major out of Southern University. Um, and she that put her in California. Okay. And um, we moved to California. She was a 19-year-old young woman, you know, trying to do it by herself, raise me by herself. And things were difficult. Things were hard for her. Um, so she actually sent me back to Louisiana mm. to stay with my uncle. Okay. And it was my auntie who um, was already in California. She came back to Louisiana to visit, and she pleaded with my mom 
to let her bring me back with her. And at the time, it was just financially hard for my mom. So right. she was like, you know what? My auntie name is uh, Dolores. We call her Dee Dee. She was like, Dee, I, I need help with him. You know, Hold so up, Brand. Hold up. Yeah, Not to cut you off, yeah. but shout out to Aunt Dee Dee right now, man. Shout out, we, we got a shout on Dee out, man, for, you know what I'm saying, for playing her part, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, it's funny because I, I talked to her about it and, and I said, wow, it's, a, it's amazing how things could be very different. If, if my auntie Dee Dee didn't help my mom out the way she did, things would be very different. I'd probably be a, a, a country boy, you know, growing up in Baton Rouge, you know, and acting would have just been a you know, a, a forethought, if you will. Um, so uh, back to the story, she went um, and got me and brought me back. And she helped out, you know, like she said she would. And people had just told my mom that I had a lot of personality. Right. A lot of personality. Um, I was always a character. A clown, really, is what it is. What? And from that, my mom um, got me in the industry, bro. She got me in the game. And I started off as a background worker. Mm. You know, I was like the kid walking down the street, you know, the kid in the playground, didn't have any lines. Right. But, you know, if you blink, you would miss me. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, was, yeah. I was there, you know, I was in the back. And um, it was on the show Gabriel's Fire, which was uh, starring James Earl Jones. Mm -hmm. One of the main characters, um, he didn't show up. It was a boy. Um, he wasn't a main character, but... He had a speaking part, and he didn't show up. So the producers were scrambling for anybody, a little boy, that could say, like, one or two lines. Right. And that was me. They asked my mom. They approached my mom and said, hey, you know, do you think your son could deliver this line? Yeah. And he was like, of course, sure, you know. And I did. And the rest, as they say, is history. From that, I was able to get my SAG card. Come on, um, man. I, you know, with the uh, Screen Actors Guild is the, the union that um, the actors have. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history, man. B, you know what, man? Shout out, shout, shout out to uh, shout out to the dude that didn't show up, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. Seriously, man. I'm talking about, yo, that's crazy. So yeah. now, now let me ask you this. So did you, did you foresee the vision though, um, at that age then, or you were kind of just going through the motions then? Cause mom obviously seen the vision, but did you right, see the vision right. then? Were you like, ah, oh, you know what? I kind of like this or you were kind of like doing what moms wanted you to do. You know what? I, you know, being five, six years old at the time, I probably didn't see it. Right. Um, but I knew that I liked it. You know, I knew that I liked being on TV. I knew that I liked performing. For my mom, it was always a thing of the moment I say I don't like it, the moment I don't want to do it anymore, right. we out. You know, we <laughs> right. out. You know, so this wasn't like her living vicariously through her son. My mom had never had dreams of acting before and things like that. You know, again, she was a, a brainiac. My mother was an right. engineer major, um, super smart, and... You know, she just kind of went on the advice of other people. Right. And my mom, man, she, man, she just, my mom is really special, man. And I, I will obviously get more into to my mother and the relationship that I had with her. Um, but, you know, my mom was such a go-getter, man. Like, she, anything she put her mind to, um, you know, she did. 
Right. And she was so smart, man. And, and I mean, you think about it, a, a teenager coming from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, moving to California, it's a culture shock. You know what right. I mean? It's the people in California are different than the people in Baton Rouge. And, um, you know, but she did it. You know, she came out here, she read books on managing and, and uh, you know, what it took to, to manage a career. And she's uh, largely responsible for the career that I had. Absolutely, man. And and uh, what what's mom's name, man? <clears throat> Alfreda, Alfreda, Alfreda. Uh, yeah, my mother. She she actually passed away in 2011. Rest in um, heaven. Rest yeah, in heaven, she passed man. away in 2011. Definitely um, the glue. Sorry she had to hear colon that. cancer. Um, she was young. She was 40, 46. Yeah. Um, when she passed, so it, it was definitely tough. You know, what, you know, like I said, I know we'll, we'll probably touch on that even more, but. Um, her name was Alfreda, and um, it's funny. Some of my friends called her Mama Liar right. because my mother <laughs> was known for her jambalaya. What? Cook, man, my mother. I mean, come on now. You know, growing up, you know, being from Louisiana, she better know how to cook. Already, you know that. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they called her Mama Liar. You know, but man, um, yeah, that's you know, and 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 I knew something was um, I knew something was special about it because um. You know the, the thing about with you, man. Like, and and there were there were no classes or or anything like that. Like at that age, you kind of just dove in, cause man, like on screen, man, you 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 you're so you're so relaxed, man, and and, and such wow. a natural. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what? There were acting classes that I took, but not initially. You know, right. initially, a lot of it was just instinct. You know, and my mother, look, she was my, my acting coach slash manager slash eventually producer, you know, of a of, of project that I would go on to to uh, create. But, um, yeah, initially it was just all instinct, man. And and a lot of people ask me, because, you know, I had a lot of roles that involved me crying. Absolutely. You know, um, a lot of emotion and being scared and things like that. And they ask, yo, how were you able to cry on the spot like that? How were you able to put yourself exactly. in that, that mindset? And honestly, I would think about the people most important to me, the people closest to me, um, which usually was my mom. I was thinking about her. Um, and if she were in that situation, right? you know, like with soul food, I literally thought about my mom having surgery, oh, um, losing man. her leg, going into a coma. And the tears would just flow. Right, they would just flow, man. Soul food, man. I, you know what? We 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 got we got some more classes to get to before we jump to the, to soul food. You know what I'm saying? So we 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 gotta we gotta pace it because I don't want to jump out there because like I said, right, a lot right. of people been got sleeping you. under a rock. You know what I mean? And then yeah, it's amazing because yeah. like when the promo went up. You know, it was just crazy, man. My phone was going crazy. Everybody was calling me because it's like, you know, people love you so much, man. And and wow. when they seen that, you would be surprised, man. My phone was going crazy because everybody was just so happy to see you and just know that you you were coming on the show. You know, wow. because a lot of people got a lot of a lot of love and a lot of respect for you. You know what I mean? And, Thank y'all. You know, it's Appreciate just it's just amazing, man. So let's let's okay so now you started 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 acting um at a very young age okay yep, five years old. Yep. accredited to moms moms seen the vision moms um made this thing possible 
Um, yep. And you started to progress and grow a love even more for it. your skills. Um, you started to perfect your skills as a Absolutely. young actor. Um, let's talk about let's talk about roles in the young stages. How much involvement sure. did you have as far as picking out roles? Because it seemed like your roles were like specifically wrote for you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you, Kev. I appreciate that, man. Um, you know, in, in the beginning, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. It was just about getting the work. You know, it was mm-hmm. about the work. So, like I said, I started off as a background worker, right? Started right. off in background. And, and like you said, there really was a progression. It was like a natural progression um, for me as an actor. Absolutely. Started off in background. Then I started doing commercials. I did a McDonald's commercial, Applejack's commercial, Pringles commercial. Um, I remember I did a, a, a Disney camp uh, sing-along uh, video, uh, straight-to-video thing for Disney, um, stuff like that. Then I started doing some TV stuff, like guest starring spots. Um, I was on uh, the show Coach right. at one point, um, a smart guy uh, as a guest star. Um, and then the first film role that I got was in Menace to Society. Right. That was, yeah, you know that we got to talk about movie. that now. You already know we got to talk about that one. Absolutely, absolutely. I played Young Kane. Young Kane, man. I had the, the, uh, the onesie on, the eight-year-old onesie. Yo, that, was, that red, was that red or orange? Let's 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 touch right there for a bit. You, yeah. Just we already know what that movie done to to the culture, man. You know we already Absolutely. know how that movie affected everybody. You know, and Absolutely. me personally because you know I, I went to the theater to see it when it came out, and you know that that was something um, we hadn't really seen that since Boys in the Hood. Right. You, you know right. what I'm saying, like that type. So it it was definitely like on a whole another level let's talk about um you actually uh getting that role how how, how did that come about did, did you have to go through um uh casting oh, or like I, I did i did and, and it's the funny thing the funny thing about menace kev is that i originally auditioned for anthony what? which was jada pinkett's son okay okay the, the boy on the big wheel right yeah, so I initially uh, auditioned for his for that part, um, but it went to um, another uh, actor. Actually, uh, it was a, a childhood friend of mine named Julian. Um, wait a minute, Julian. Got, um, he, wait, Julian what? Oh, I, I went to, uh, Julian's last name. Um, man, his last name slips slips my mind. But if you if you uh, just go on the cast list or just uh, IMDb, because I interviewed a Julian B. And it ended to come come up. Yeah, he had did a, a, a couple things. Um, I think he started. He um, as he got older, he started doing music. And I actually oh, had reconnected yeah. with him like five or six years ago. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was really cool to see him. But we were really tight, actually. Me, him, and Taj Mori. 
Wow. Um, you know, Tia and Tamira's brother right. from Smart Guy and, and different different things like that. We were really, really, really tight growing up. We were really tight growing up. But, um, yeah, so he got the role and he killed it. You know, he was, was dope in it. Um, but they offered me the role of Young Kane. Um, so even though I didn't get that the part um, of Anthony, right? Um, they offered me the role of the Hughes brother. Shout out to, to Albert and Alan Hughes. They uh, wanted me to for, role, for the role of Young Kane. And I remember reading it, and, you know, I was always, you know, a, a you know, pretty smart kid. And, and you know, I, it's funny because a lot of my learning how to read was learning, was reading these scripts and stuff. So while right. most kids were reading books, you know, and things that were age appropriate, I was reading scripts like Menace to Society <laughs> at, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> at eight years old, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I remember, though, Kevin, that I had to curse in it. Uh-oh. And I was... Right. I was nervous because I, I remember first reading it um, and I didn't know if I could say the word, you know. Yeah, and it yeah, was funny yeah. because the adults were looking around like laughing because my mom was always on set. And I didn't know if I could say it in rehearsal, if I just had to save it for when we actually did it. Um, but obviously, you know, it, it was okay for me to do it, um, you know, for the purpose, purposes of the film. Right. But, um yeah, so I went out for um, Anthony, didn't get that, got the role of Young Kane, and then I remember um, being on set and people telling me about this guy named Sam Jackson, because if you remember, Sam Jackson was my dad. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And they, I just remember them telling me, yo, you know, this the guy playing your dad, he's a really talented actor. But, you know, he wasn't Samuel L. Jackson at the time. Like, like he was known because he had you know, did um, Jungle Fever and, right. and a couple other things. He did Do the Right Thing and stuff like that. But he wasn't the Sam Jackson that we know today, obviously. And you know what's um, crazy? Because, you know, a, a few years back, you know how you go back and you watch movies? And you watch right. them again, you always see something new and something fresh in there. you like, yo, especially a classic. And it, right, right. I realized later later down the line that that was Sam. And I was like, right. yo, because, you know, it was kind of dark scene a little bit, you know. Um, and I was like, yo, man, Sam been getting it in, man. Yeah, yeah. It was essentially like a cameo. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, you think about all the people that they had in that in that film. I remember even uh, Lorenz Tate, man. He was yeah, like oh my God. a 17, 18-year-old young man at the time. And he was super nice to me, too, man. He was dope. Um, even Tyron, Tyron Turner, who was obviously the older Kane, he was dope. Jada. Um, I mean, you got some heavy hitters in that film, man. Yeah, absolutely. All, 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 everybody has went on to uh, to do some super amazing things. Absolutely, absolutely. What was the vibe like, though, man? Like, you know, having all of those, you know, you had some you had some seasons, but then you had some, you know, some rising up-and-coming major stars, you know. What was right. it like? What was the atmosphere like on the set? You know what? It was it was cool. I mean, like, I, like I said, I was, I was young. I was super young. So, like, for instance, the scene when he shoots the guy and, and Kane, um, young Kane witnesses it, there, I, I was actually cheating that whole thing. Like, there wasn't, uh, that actually didn't take place um, in the moment that I was on set. 
you know, because there's like different rules and laws that they have to follow having a minor on set. You know, there's so many right. hours that I can work, and there's certain things that um, you really try to you have to try to avoid subjecting a young child to. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So I remember um, it was um, um, Alan, um, you know, on the other side of the camera saying, "All right, Brandon, uh, this is where the body drops." You know, this is where your dad, you know, shoots the guy. All right, look surprised, you know, look confused, look scared, or, you know, something like that. But I just remember everybody, like, because it was, it was a film that um, you kind of knew that the, the, the Hughes brothers were these young, upcoming, talented mm -hmm. directors. Um, and you, you had a sense that um, this was something special. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody had a sense that what they were making would be well received uh, by the public. Right, right. Man, and see, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, classics. If you, you know, like, the movies that you played in were absolute yeah. classics. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Thank you. Like, and and, and that's, you. that's what really, and it makes me feel proud, you know, to know and it also gives inspiration, man. If it doesn't, a lot of people, you know, who who are being reintroduced to you, um, I'm sure, you know, it gives a lot of inspiration. You know, especially coming from, you know, the boot. It just it, 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 it's so much inspiration, man, for for so many people who who feel like it's so far away. That that wow. particular dream to you know become an actor from here. It's not a lot of resources and you know things of that nature or right. whatever. But man, you are like a living testimony that um, that can happen. Absolutely, man, and and it's so important what you said because the amount of love that I get when I go back home, Kevin, is unbelievable. Wow. I just went back to visit my family um, in um, like. Um, like um, uh, April uh, or May of this year. Yeah. And my auntie, um, shout out to Auntie Shay. Shout out um, Auntie Shay. Yeah, Auntie Shay in Louisiana. She um, is so proud of me. Like, my whole family's really proud of me. But um, whenever I'm out with her, she'll let anybody and everybody know that that's my home. You know, <laughs> that's where I'm from. And when they find out it's me, the amount of love that I get, man, is just overwhelming. It's unbelievable. The pictures that people want to take, um, you know, just meeting me, shaking my hand, right. giving me a hug. You know, we, we huggers out there, man. So it, it's unbelievable. And every year, um, they always shout me out for my birthday too, man. Right. I always get a, sh a shout out in the local papers, um, on different radio stations and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that um, I'm proud to say. You know, proud to say that I'm from Baton Rouge. Um, you know, being that, you know, I've been able to attain some success in this industry. Um, you know, and if it gives somebody hope and it inspires other people, um, I'm all for that. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, B. Uh, do yep. you do you know? Um, I got somebody on the live. Uh, I think it's uh, Janice underscore Scott. Yes, I do. Uh, hey, give her a shout out, man. She she going crazy on this live right now, showing love, man. Give her a shout out. 
Hey, shout out to to Jay. I call it Jen. That's Jen, my Jen over up there. Uh, shout out to Jen. She's going. He said she's going crazy. She's, she's going showing crazy mad line. love. She riding with us, man. Showing mad love. That's shout dope. out, Jen. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. And she's all the way in NYC too. All the way in NYC, showing love. Come on, that's man. That's actually my. That's actually my my partner, man. My. Uh, I, she she wrote a post actually shouting out the um the interview and said everybody check out my partner in everything oh, and man, that was that's actually love, man. Uh, apropos there um her saying that because we we're creating some things right now too um you know writers creators producers um you know our direct as well so shout out to Jen in the Bronx absolutely Jen. <laughs> Shout out to you. Appreciate all that love. You already know what it is. I had to get that one in for you. You already know I had to get that in. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. B, man, like, you know what's crazy, man? I'm sitting here like, you played in Waiting to Exhale too, man. I did. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Talk to me now, man. Let's talk about that, man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. People so, don't understand what's going yeah. on right now, baby. So, yeah, and it's funny. A lot of people uh, don't realize it until they realize it. Exactly. Until I tell them that I was in Waiting to Excel, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, you were. You were Angela Bassett's son. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that was me, um, John Jr., uh, Michael Beach's son, and Angela Bassett's son in Waiting to Excel. Uh, Forrest Whitaker uh, directed that one. Um, you want to talk about legends. I mean, Loretta Devine. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whitney Houston. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. Uh, Layla Roshan. Of course, the incomparable Angela Bassett. Oh, my God, um, That was a really dope experience. And, and, look, here's a little trivia for you. Um, I actually played Angela Bassett's son in two films. Come um, on. Wait, you know, you, do you know the other one, Kev? What, what, wait a minute. Hold up. Now, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, a little wait, trivia. Up. A little trivia for you. Yeah, hold up. You know hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me see here. Wait a minute now. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, damn it, man. I'm, and you're going to say it. I'm going to be like, man, show did, man. What 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 is it, B, man? <laughs> it's uh, a film I did called Strange Days. Uh, called Strange Days. Yep. Man. You know what? And that was a smaller role, but but uh, but yeah, I was her son in that too. Uh, my name was Vander, Vander in that film. Vander. Yep, yep, yep. Man, that's what I'm that. saying. And look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Believe it or not, I was actually um, supposed to play her son in How Stella Got Her Groove Back too. No well. man, come but, on now. So, yeah, but the producer at the time felt like it would be too uh almost like it would be too much like people would start questioning like what's going on like this little black boy is playing angela bad six son in every in every movie event. yeah so what's going on here so they actually uh had to, to um you know reluctantly pass Pass on me, but, man. but yeah, they wanted me for uh, how Stella got a groove back as well. Come on, man, this guy blocking, man. Come on, man, what's wrong with this cat? <laughs> <man>? <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, that's Angela's crazy. Dope, man. Angela's dope. I actually, I actually had um, connected with her, um, her husband Courtney B. Vance, um, not long ago, uh, maybe like a year and a half or so ago, and. 
uh, we exchanged numbers, and he hit Angela up, and she sent the most sweetest message ever. She just was like, oh, my God, tell Brandon I love him. Oh I miss God. him, and I'm glad he's doing well. So, you know, shout out to Angela. Shout man. out to she Angela Bassett, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's what I'm – see, that's what I'm saying. The love that you get. I think yes. it's absolutely crazy. But what's even doper about you is, you know, even with all of the, the massive success and everything that you um, have accomplished at such a young age, even up to now, um, I just think that it's so dope that you are one of the most humbling people on Thank the you. planet, man. How do you maintain being, you know, having a humbling spirit with with you know gaining so much success because you know how, you know how sometimes man this stuff could go to your head and you know you start absolutely. changing a little bit but you still maintain and remain the same man absolutely well I appreciate that man um you know what that's upbringing that's upbringing man uh, my mom starts with my mom but it trickle, trickles on down to my aunties uncles my cousins uh you know friends but my my family you know um, like I say having those you know, down south roots, and, you know, my family, um, you know, they just, they keep me humble, and, and this industry, man, is a very humbling industry. Right, right. As well, you know what I mean? Um, you have to get used to rejection, you know, you have to get used to, to not getting the part all the time. Right. And it could be for, for whatever, it could be for things that are out of your control, you know, but I've always tried to maintain a, a really humble spirit, um, really humble personality, man. Um, I'm never too untouchable. It's funny when um, I'll respond to like people who message me on social media, and I'm not like on social media that much. Like I'm getting a bit more used to it, care. But um, when I do respond, people are genuinely shocked. Like there's a part of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you wrote me back. Right, and, right. You know, my attitude is like, why not? Now you, you know, know what? The time to hit me up. As long as you're patient with my response time because I don't always get back right away. Right. But, but, you know, I do try to, um, but yeah, man. Um, Cause I was just about to, I, I, I was just about to say though, B man, I, I, I really, I ain't gonna lie, man. Being that we, we own the subject about social media, man. I really, <laughs> I really felt some type of way, man. At first, man, I was like, Man, why be like I'm? I'm sending him. I'm like I'm. I was so excited once I got the got the promo done and stuff, man. I was like, yo, yeah, let me get it to him, man. Let me get it to him. I'm like I ain't hear nothing. I'm like, yo, yeah, right, man. Know. I'm like, is he That's getting know. it? He was like, yo, I don't think he really that active on uh, social media, man. I'm like, yo, right. man. Like everybody <laughs> going crazy, man. They want. I want to yeah. get this. I, I have friends, man, that tell me, like, so, you know, they'll do, like, features, on you know, and they'll do stories, um, you know, like Shade Room or something like that. They'll right. do, like, a Where They Are, why are they, Where Are They Now? Um, TMZ did one. And, the, and people will show me love, man, and it'll be, like, overwhelmingly positive. Right. And um, I'm very appreciative. Um, and people are like, man, if that was me, man, I'd be all up, you know, on on the um, on the page, up in the comments, <laughs> stuff like that. And you know, it's just something that I don't know. It's just more natural for me, you know. Um, I don't know. I guess just to to kind of I don't want to say take a back a back seat. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I like wrong with that, getting though. used to it, you know, because I do know that social media is a big part of 
the industry now Absolutely. and how people brand themselves and stuff like that. And like you said, too, Kev, really social media has allowed a whole nother generation of stars. That maybe, yeah, that didn't grow up on my film to go back and exactly. see them. Exactly. You know that's, that's what I'm saying, B. That's why. Right. Do so you I'm, realize I'm, I'm how starting, important I'm it that, is? Man. I'm realizing that. Even if, even if you got to get somebody else to. To, you know, because I know you have a lot of things going on. You be ripping and running and yeah. stuff. But at the same time, though, it's real vital because, like, you got to understand all all of these movies, like, and that's the beauty of of, of, of being a part of a classic. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because it never Absolutely. dies. It never gets old. Like, I'm telling you, we could pop in Menace of Society right now and still get that same effect. That part. That part. You know yeah, what I mean? Essence um, um, Magazine just did a... A shout out saying 22 years ago this week, Soul Food came out, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, man. Um, I, I, I'm really humbled by that. You know, the fact that I've, I've been able to be in films and different projects that that are still appreciated to this day, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I'm very appreciative of that fact, man. Space Jam. I mean, of course we got, you know, we got Mars Attacks too, but I want to jump the I want to jump to Space Jam, man. Let's Working with the let's great Michael Jordan. Um, let's 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 talk about that though. Man, I mean, what, what what can what can I say, man? I mean, to be able to say you played young Michael Jordan Come on, in man. anything, anything associated with the greatest of all time. What could trump that right now? Call it call it what it is. What know? could trump that? Yeah, you know, so to, to be able to have that got on my resume, man, is very, very humbling, man. And there's been a few people, not too many people I've met, Kev, that I've been like a fanboy, like, you know, like literally starstruck. Right. But Michael Jordan was one of them. Oh, my God. Um, we had a cable read for Space Jam, and it, it's like, it's funny. It's like what Alan, Alan Iverson said at his uh, Hall of Fame speech when he said the first time he played <laughs> yeah. He saw his aura, like like he saw his aura around him, and it legit is like that. Like it Are really you serious, is like, man? You know, I, I've never met man, Mike, man. Yeah. It's so like that though, man. He he really got the glow like that, man. Man, he got the glow. Oh yeah, the my god, right man! There, man, he, he legit got the glow, and it's funny because he was like, "All right, uh, I just want to know who's supposed to be playing me." And, I, and, I'm like, and the funny thing is, nobody raises their hand, including me. What? So, Michael know, Jordan like, asked that question. Like, like, I didn't want to raise my hand. So I, I, I eventually did. And then he was like, he was like, all right, man. He said, I'm going to see what you got. And I'm just like, thanks a lot. Man, this is right before we start the table read. So you can imagine the nerves that I had. Exactly, like, man. Doing this in old. front of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is actually, I, I would have been like, Michael Jordan actually talking to me right now. <laughs> Right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm playing you, Mister Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. But it, was, but it was great, man. It was, it was an unbelievable experience, man. And, and you know they're coming out with Space Jam too. You with know, man. I, I, I know. You know, and and. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I just be feeling some type of way about certain stuff, man. That that's that's yeah. that's classics, man. Like I'm not saying that it's it. You know. It's a possibility that it might not be good, but I'm just saying, like sometimes I just think it's good to just leave a classic where it is, man. I feel you. Yo, I I, I definitely agree with you uh, for the most part. Um, I want to see what they do with this one, though. You know, 
Um, you know, to me, LeBron James is very charismatic. And um, here's a, a, a kind of cool story to tell you, man. Um, so an actor friend of mine, um, his name is W.B. Alexander. Um, I was in the film Blue Hill Avenue with him. Oh, we, we was um, going to talk about that. I won't trust me. I know. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to it. Yeah, you so, can't miss me, um, man. His, it, it, well, here's the cool thing about it. His daughter is playing LeBron James' daughter in Space Jam Come on, too. man. Come so, on, B, bro. Yeah, man. He invited me on set um, to meet LeBron. Um, so I went on set, met LeBron. I actually brought the Space Jam jacket that they gave me from the original film. You still and got that joint? LeBron, man, in the jacket, bro. You still got that joint? I still got it, man. Oh, I finally my grew God. into it. Bro, you're going to have to, you know what? You're going to have to send me a picture of that. I got you, man. People be asking me, like, if I'm selling it, man, because I got a, a Minute to Society jacket, too. What? And, um, when I, yeah, and when I post them online, people are like, yo, how much you want for that jacket, bro? I'm like, nah, these are not for sale. Right, <laughs> right. But I appreciate you. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Yeah, that was a pretty, yeah, that was a dope experience, man. And it's, it talk about serendipity, man, that's, you know, for for my boy's daughter to be playing LeBron James's daughter in the in, in the sequel, you know, to Space Jam is pretty dope. You know, now I I, I want to ask you too, man. Let's 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 talk about this because I always like to um, I like to get uh, the the inside perspective. Okay. You know, as honest as you can be, because um, you know. Everything we we every, everything does look good, you know, when we see in the after effects of everything. And like I say, a lot of people um, don't really realize how much work um, is being put in when you know you guys are putting these films together. Um, hours that's being put in. Um, some films are, are, are filmed for uh, what year a year or two. Um, right. You know, um, I just I just want to just touch on um, the 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 work ethic that you have to uh, possess and bring to the table when trying to step into this career field because I know they see like um, you know you got a lot of people that that they they feel like in this in this atmosphere that we living in right now you know a lot of things are happening faster. You know, which don't necessarily mean that it's quality, if you know right. what I mean. Um, you know, we got instant stars and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, and all that stuff is cool because it is creating an avenue for, for people to be able to change their family lives and stuff like that. I get it. But I'm just right. saying at the same time, I just want to uh, touch on for some of the inspiring um, actors and people that's even thinking about trying to get into this game. Can we touch on um, the work ethic that's required to... Uh, that goes into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you, you want to talk about that. Um, because let me say this, it is not a get rich quick thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I know people see the, the glitz and the glam, you know, and, and the life of a, of an actor. And, um, and while, look, let me say this, while it's a wonderful life, it, it is great. Um, you also have to realize that, the realities are, I was very blessed, you know, to have the career that I have. Um, that's like the the top, like five percent though. When you think about, it, there are like actors 
everywhere. Like right. literally everyone's acting on big scale, small scale, medium scale, theater scale, independent scale, you know, uh, things like that. So I, I said it to say, you really have to have a love for it and a passion for it. Right. Because um, remember, people, so people look at, let's just say soul food, right? And I know we'll like, get to that in more detail later, but people think soul food and they would like, when it came out, you know, the trailer said introducing Brandon Hammond mm-hmm. in the trailer. Right. But remember, before Soul Food, I had been acting for like eight years prior exactly. to that. Exactly. I started acting as a, at five. And I, I started off as an extra. You know, I paid my dues, you know, and was grinding for years before I had, quote unquote, that big break. I mean, and really, you know, I, I look at it differently. Like my all of it, you know, is, is, are breaks in their own right. Right. Um, you know, but, um, yeah, you really have to to realize that you have to have a love for it, uh, a passion for it. It is hard work. And the people that are involved in making a film, a commercial, a TV show, the hours that they put in, man, are unbelievable. Right. I remember... Um, like when we did Soul Food, we rehearsed for two weeks prior to filming, you know? Really? And um, our, we had our table reads as well, and there were different notes that, that George Tillman, the writer and director, um, would have. And, um, and and being a child actor is a different ballgame, too, because for all the kids out there that think that, oh, yeah, you act and you don't have to go to school, no. You have a studio teacher on set, you have to get in. At least, I believe at the time it was three hours. I believe it was at least three hours of schoolwork um, done, and you could only work for eight hours. Oh, really? You know, so the the movie sets that I worked on, they always had that constraint. They could only work me for eight hours at a time. I had to make sure that a studio teacher um, slash social worker was present. And that I did get my schooling in as well. Right, right. Um, you know, and that and that brought along its own set of challenges too, because I was going to public school, um, but there would be like long blocks of time that I was away from school. So my teachers would have to send my work with me um, for travel. You know, no matter where I went. You know. Right, and so, I want to ask, I want to ask you that too, being that we own the. Um, on the subject yeah you know how how did how did that um affect you with with having stardom and and going to school and stuff um it affects it affects you uh a little bit i mean like for instance i didn't like my high school years were home study you know pretty much you know pretty mm-hmm. much really from the seventh eighth grade up through high school was pretty much like home study. Right. Um, you know, and in elementary school, like I said, I was in and out of school, um, you know, um, while I was working. And it like, it was, it was cool because, I mean, for the most part, you had kids that thought it was dope what you were doing. But every now and again, you know, you get that one or two students that, you know, wanted to hate just because they wanted right, to hate. Right, um, And I don't care who you think you are and, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, <laughs> they try to bring drama your way. But 
for the most part, it was pretty well received right. at the school that I went to. Um, you do get to miss out on certain things like dances, proms, homecoming, stuff like that. But I was fortunate that I got to go to my cousin's proms um, and different dances like that. I got right. to go to different friends, um, you know, school events and things like that. So for the most part, even though I had this acting career, I was able to maintain a pretty, pretty normal, you know, child life. And, you know, would you say that, um, and, and, and I would say that having, you know, a strong foundation on top of, uh, being in the entertainment business helped out as well. Um, would you say that, that that attributed to um you being safe in the entertainment industry with having that strong foundation because we've seen a lot of childhood stars um not have the same outcome absolutely man you know i will say this the industry grows you up very fast care as a, as a child it grows you up very fast i saw a lot of things um i, I hung out with adults most of my childhood life. Right. Um, I think too is why like when I became old enough to go to clubs, I didn't care about going to clubs. Uh, because I was already going to clubs as a young teenager. Right. You know, a lot of the premieres for these different movies and T V shows were at clubs. You know, so it, it grows you up really fast. Um and I do feel like Having the foundation that I had played a huge part in the fact that I, I've stayed pretty much on the straight and narrow. Right. Um, and of course, it doesn't mean I, I didn't make mistakes and, and things like that. Um, that's just a part of, of life, being flawed, being human. But but absolutely, man. Again, my mother, she, you know, they have this term called momager. You know, and it, it actually is a derogatory term. Usually it refers to a mom who's like, a hovering mom parent who like is super demanding and you better do this and get this for my kid and blah 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 blah. Right, right. My mom was so loved, kept like everybody loved my mother. She was pretty easy going, but she obviously always had my best interest at heart, always looked out for me, always made sure that I was okay. But at the same time, she never let me get a swelled head. I'll give you a funny story. I remember <laughs> one time um, I wanted like water or something like that. Right. And I asked one of the uh, the uh, ADs, one of the assistant directors, if they could get it for me. My mom said, "Boy, what's wrong with your legs? What? Like why? Like why can't you go get your own water? Exactly. Like, what type you know, of games like, you playing? Huh? Oh, can you get me a, a water, please? Like, well, you better walk your butt over there to that craft table, craft service table, and get your water. Right. You know so. Right. It's just little stuff like that that my mom instilled in me, you know, just to always, always remain humble, man. So, um, you're right. You do hear a lot of horror stories, a lot of horror stories, um, you know, about child actors and, you know, the different demons that they suffer from. Um, but I'm very fortunate and blessed that um, I came out all right, Kev. Oh, yeah, you definitely came out all right, man. You know, it's, it's, it's just... Um... It's just crazy to me, man, because it's like, um, you know, we see so much stuff, um, especially like in the entertainment business. Um, and, 
you know, uh, you hear a lot of uh, conspiracy theories and different things like that or whatever, you know, and, I, and like you said, you know, you've seen, you've seen a lot of stuff, you know, especially at that age. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of stuff is kind of hard to hide, you know. Um, right. But I, me personally, you know, I think that there, there is still some good within the entertainment business. Um, but it is some things that you, you know, you, you have to be woke about as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I, I just think that, um, you know, just speaking with a lot of people that, that I know, um, you know, we have the opportunity to know in the business. We talk about a lot of stuff all the time, man. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's some scary stuff, man. Yeah. What kind of, what, if I may ask, man, what kind of stuff, stuff you guys talk about? Well, you know, it's it's just, it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm just, let's just talk about the overall atmosphere of where we are as, um, in 2019 as, as, as a right. people and, and the things that we see, um, we, we, it just seems like to put it in a nutshell, it just seems like our value system has, has digressed in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? It just seems yeah, like, and and I don't want to say an agenda because I don't want to come off sounding like a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But I mean, no, I I'm, I'm, yeah. I've been on this earth long enough, and I'm not I'm not crazy either. Right, you, right. You know what I'm saying? And I just Absolutely. um, I just I just I worry and I pray about the youth a lot. Because right. it's, it's different times when we, you know, when we came up and I worry about um, the newer generation, you know what I mean? Because it's just crazy. Absolutely. Right now. You know, it's funny. It's funny because so you talk about the new generation. So I have a, I have a brother. Um, shout out to Trayvon, my brother Trayvon. Shout out, Trey. Um, yeah, he's, he's 23. So he's definitely part of this new generation. Right. You know, Um. And it's funny, though, because he also grew up, though, with me on set, you know, uh, as, a, as a young baby, as a young child. Um, you know, he he kind of got a, a little taste of it. You know, he did a couple print jobs, um, you know, a couple music videos here and there. But um, so he kind of has a little taste of, of, of my generation. But certainly this, this is his generation. And um, I try to talk to him all the time about... Right what he's going through, you know, what he and his friends are going through. Hey, I, I always want him to feel like he can come to me, um, like it's a safe space for him to talk about anything. Right, right. Don't ever be afraid to come to me to talk about whatever it is you're going through because the setup, the problems that this generation has, while there's some similarities, man, there's also a bunch of differences too. You know, the things that they go through aren't, um, the things that we went through, Absolutely. you know, um, you know, but with regards to the industry, man, um, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist, man, to, to understand that, yeah, there, there are a lot of trappings and, and pitfalls and things like that, man. And I, I and that's a whole nother discussion yeah, know, that, that, that we might have to have because like, yeah, I just, I just. I didn't. You know, I know you're still yeah, in the we, we business. I know you're still in the business, and I just, you know, I didn't want to travel to a space that that could 
you know, hinder anything for um, future yeah, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of, you know what I mean? But, you yeah, know, yeah, you it, gotta it's touch just... touch on it a bit, though. Yeah, no, but, I'm, man, we definitely can have that, man. We, yeah, that definitely could be a future a future discussion that we have. Right. Because um, it exists, you know, like I say, those trappings and those different things that are being spoke about, um, maybe probably not often enough, but those things happen. Right. You know, um, right. you know those things happen. Trust me. That being someone who grew up in the industry, saw a lot. Exactly. You know, saw exactly. a lot. So, yeah, we definitely get out of discussion, Kevin. Absolutely, man, and I, I really appreciate that. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take a little break for a second man i want you to uh give a shout out to uh all of your loved ones family friend business partners anybody you want to shout out right now let's just take a minute to shout them out no no um well i definitely like i said i want to shout out my entire family in Baton Rouge, louisiana um i would play that dangerous game of individually naming people i know i dropped <laughs> some names but I know that if I do that, I am going to inevitably forget somebody. So just know that I love each and every one of you. Each and every one of you that knew about the show, hit me up about it, told me you were going to watch. Um, I appreciate you. I would not be here without you. I love y'all. Know that I love y'all so very much in Louisiana, my family, and California, too, because a lot of us moved from uh, Baton Rouge to California. Um, I love y'all just as much. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, the support is unbelievable. Um, to my friends, too, my actor friends, um, shout out to them, a few friends of mine that um, I'm creating with. Um, I mentioned WB Alexander, Percy Dagg is another one. Um, and I, I do a radio show also every Wednesday called Uncouth Radio. So shout out to Uncouth Radio, um, Dane, Quincy, uh, Chandra, Sam, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, like I, I feel, feel like I'm, I'm forgetting somebody. What is it, Uncouth Radio? Uncouth, Uncouth Radio, yeah. Uncouth Radio. Okay. Yep, Uncouth and, and Radio. Where, every where can Wednesday, they find that at? Every Wednesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So that would be nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central time. Okay, eight o'clock Central. Yep, yep, mm -hmm, yep, yep. And, and we're going nine Facebook Live. Said nine o'clock. Um, uh, so, yeah, nine o'clock Eastern. Okay. Yep, eight o'clock Central time. Every Wednesday, uh, Facebook Live. Um, we're going. Uh, oh, shout out Ron Wilson too, because Ron he's been holding it down lately. But I actually haven't been on. It. Um, you know, it's recently, but, but yeah, you know, shout out, um, to Uncle, and I feel like I'm, I'm forgetting something, but, you know, we still, we still is, I, I, if I think of it, man, I'll, I'll, do, I'll shout, shout, shout them out too, but. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, man, thank you for that. Thank you for letting me get my shout out. Come on, man. man. You already know how it's going, dog. We got, we show love over here. It's, it's, it's nothing but vibes, man. I tell yeah, everybody I all the time that. to catch a vibe, man. Catch a vibe, man. They already know. So look, we're gonna uh we're gonna go to a little commercial break and we will be right back. B, you stay on the line. Yes, sir. It's the vibe show. 
And we're back. It's the Vibe Show with the one and only Brandon Hammond. I'm Kano the Don. We just in here catching vibes, man. Vibing out, having a real, real good time. I'm talking about this is a real explosive interview, man. So, B, you still there? We got you? I'm here. I'm here, man. So man, we 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 were um we were just showing love, man, to um all the supporters and talking about how much love, man, have been covering a little back history of how long you've been in the game. Um, I just think that uh it, it's just simply amazing that you know you have accomplished so so many things, and um, we were talking about how you remain humble. Man, we've covered a lot, man. If y'all missed it, y'all jumping in right now. We got Brandon Hammond on yeah. the live hanging out in the vibe show just vibing out with yeah. us right now let's, let's 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 talk about that soul food man let's let's jump on there that because go. you know that's another classic right there that soul food absolutely absolutely soul food is probably the film that most people associate with me and my career and i'm i'm very proud of that obviously i'm, I'm grateful for that because i mean simply put it's a classic like you said um, it's such a universal story. It happens to be this beautiful, um, affluent, um, middle-class black family. Um, but it could be any family, you know, and I think that's why it was so well-received, Kev, is because it literally could be uh, uh, any family of any ethnicity. Um, but let's talk about how, how, how Soulful came about, man. Um, right. George Tillman, Jr., uh, shout-out to George the writer and director of the film, he actually saw me in another film. Um, he saw me in a film I did called The Fan with Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro. Love that movie, man. Love that. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it was uh, after seeing that film that he said, that's Ahmad. You know, that, that, that's Ahmad right there. And he reached out to my representative, my agent, and wanted to meet with me. And when I say wanted to meet with me, not to audition, Kev, he wanted to meet me, my mom, and just get to know me and who I was. Come on. And he um, he actually took me out uh, for lunch, um, at lunch, got to know each other, and then he went to my peewee football game. Come I was on. Pee Wee football, man. What? And he showed up one Saturday morning just to come watch me play football. So this was before even auditioning at any point. He just wanted to get to know me, the, the kid, you know, the young adolescent, you know, 11, 12-year-old kid. Um, and, um, yeah, man, so then after that, I read one scene, and it was actually a scene that would eventually be cut from the film. It was a scene between me and my dad, who was played by Jeffrey Sands. Um, it was a scene um, in his work truck, and we had a conversation, um, and that's the scene that we did for the reading. And next thing I know, my mom was negotiating, you know, um, you know, the contract, and I'm doing the movie, in Chicago with Vivica Fox, Vanessa Williams, Mia Long, Makai Piper, All Star Jeffrey Sands. Right. Just yeah, just an unbelievable, unbelievable experience. 
Um, you know, Kenny Babyface Edmonds, Tracy Edmonds were the producers on the film. They actually were supposed to only, mm-hmm. Kenny was supposed to be, um, he was just supposed to be doing the soundtrack for the film. And you remember Babyface at the time, man, he was killing it for movie soundtrack. Oh remember, my God, he did the, man, um, I'm telling you. The Waiting to Excel soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And he killed it. So he read the script and loved it so much that he wanted to be an actual executive producer. And it was his contribution that actually bumped up the budget, you know? So, like, I believe the budget might have been, I want to say, like, uh, $5 million, and it bumped it up to, like, $7.5 million, wow. I believe, was, uh, was, the, was the initial budget. Um, yeah, so that's how he became a producer of the, of the film. And um, what can I say, man? Many of, of my relationships within the industry uh, to this day are as a result of the Soul Food film. I, I'm still really close to George, really cl- really close to Vivica. Every time I see Makai, it's love. Um, you know, it, it, that was just uh, an unbelievable experience. You know, um, I wanted to ask you, how how important are um, maintaining those relationships? Because um, a couple people uh, I, I, I talk to, some of them it's important to them, and a lot of them um, it's just work. They go to work. They don't really do the, um, the socializing thing too much. They kind of like separate it. Right, right. So... I find that is very important, actually. You know, um, that's one of the things that I've actually been amazed that um, I've been able to maintain really, really good relationships uh, within the industry. Um, you know, I, like I said, I mentioned George and I mentioned Vivica, um, but someone else that I've also been able to maintain a really good relationship over the years, just from meeting in the industry. And this person, I didn't even like work with on anything but I had met at an, at an event when I was like 16 um, Flex Alexander um, he's somebody who is like a big brother a big brother to me Love Flex, um, man. Re- really really dope individual um, also another native of the boot uh, Wendell Pierce um, I actually did a show with him called the Gregory Hines show where he played my uncle um, you know Wendell is from New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, you know, Come on. A, a big time representative of New Orleans. Um, he's also somebody who uh, I'm really close to today. Um, T and Tamira Maury, um, you know, I have a relationship with uh, Megan Good. You know, those are people that um, are friends, you know, um, and I'm really, really appreciative of that, you know, of the fact that. I've been able to, to, to maintain those relationships. But I do understand those that do want to separate it. You know, there are some people that, hey, we work together. If, if a friendship comes from, a, comes from it, cool. If not, I'm cool with that too. Right. You know, I understand that, that point of view as well. Um, but, you know, I'm just naturally a, a personable person. I feel, you know, I, I feel like people kind of gravitate toward towards my personality and and who I am, and if you give off a good energy, man, I'm I'm an energy person, man. And right, right. If you give off like like Ike, man, when he reached out for his interview, man, and the couple conversations we've had, 
they just been really, really dope, you know, because I, I, I just love his energy, man. I love your energy, man. Just I appreciate that. Shout out to Ike too, man, my boy, man. Shout out to Ike, man. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to Ike. To... <laughs> yeah, Ike laid back, man. He, he cool. That's 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 one of my right hand yeah, man. He's real cool. You know, I, I think that um, you write about that though, man. You know, relationships are are important, and to me, um, I just think that it's special to that that people like you even on the level that um that you're on and with with the success and everything man that you still stay connected to the people you still um you still touch the people you know what Absolutely. i mean and um i just think and you know why, very why too, the relationships are important too because it's just like because eventually you know i would um start focusing more on the career behind the scenes mm-hmm. um so it's also good you know to have those relationships too so that you know, when you're doing things, you can reach out to those people. You know, Absolutely. you can reach out to people. Um, you know, you can ask for favors. You can ask for support. And they'll be willing to support you, too, especially if you've maintained a really good relationship, you know, exactly. with people. And I feel like um, I was able to do that. You know, my mother was able to do that. Um, you know, like, we, you know, pretty much it. Like I had no enemies in the industry, things like that. So... You know, when you do reach out, um, people are more willing to help you, you know, because of that. Right, right. I definitely feel you on that, man. So you um, you are working behind the scenes now because, you know, a couple questions that came in, a lot of people were wondering, um, where were you? What were you doing um, right now? Because they they felt like um, with with the acting skills and the work that you've put in, they felt like you would have progressed on to, let's just say, um, maybe maybe some Tyler Perry movies, maybe, you know, Tyler Perry uh, shows, <laughs> or, or, or like the dad on a show now or something. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, I, I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, um, after... Probably the age of 16, 17, uh, probably 17, 18, like when I basically after high school, going to college, um, I focused on writing and directing. Mm. Um, you know, I wrote like my first featuring script when I was 16. Um, I wrote and directed my first short film when I was 18, 19. Oh, that's dope. And um, I remember submitting that to the Pan-African Film Festival. Um, and it was accepted, and it had won best, um, or was nominated for best short film um, oh, at the Pan African Film Festival. And um, I just fell in love with it, man. I remember uh, George Tillman telling me when we did Soul Food, he was like, you're going to be a director someday. And wow. at the time, I didn't give much thought to what he said, but it made sense because I was the actor that in between takes would sit right next to the director, you know, and if I wasn't in a scene, I was looking at how he was filming another scene, you know, right. I would ask him about his setup, I would ask him about his shots, um, and I loved reading scripts, and I loved the process of, of creating and writing a script, um, so I went to film school, um, took some screenwriting classes, and I just immersed myself 
in the creative process, you know. So that's where I'm at now, man, creating, um, writing for, you know, films, TV, stuff like that, pitching, having pitch meetings with different networks, Netflix, ABC, NBC, um, BET, things like that. And it's a whole different ballgame too, Kev, you know. Right. While I've proven myself as an actor, it kind of like have to prove yourself all over again as a writer, director, creator, you know. But I do have, you know, somewhat of an advantage from, in the fact that I kind of know how to gain work. And um, as we said, as I said before, I do have those relationships right. that I can reach out to. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm up to these days, man. I'm, I'm uh, writing, directing, and and if I do act, it would be in something that I've created. So kind of like a, a Spike Lee thing, you know. I uh, I'll act in the stuff that I've uh, I've written for myself. Okay, well let me let me ask you this, man. Things that that uh, we definitely want to be a part of um, what you got going on, you know. So like, whenever you get ready to drop something um, or promote mm -hmm. anything that you're doing or whatever, you do know that uh, the vibe show need to be on that permanent list of. Uh, so you, so look, you're giving me an open invitation, man. Right, like, uh, man. That's you a, heard it's, it here, y'all. lifetime. This is an open invitation. This is lifetime, B. I don't know what you're talking about. This, this right. is lifetime, man. Like you come back on here and promote. Come back on here to talk, chill. Whatever, yeah, I man. You know what I mean? It, I'm gonna hold you to that, man. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. gonna hold you to that. You know, um, man, the thing that I the thing that I think is 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 so dope about um you as well, man, is um because I, I felt like, you know, we, we had a discussion about this and I felt like um because I knew that you were behind the scenes doing some stuff, but I felt like um I felt like you had maybe just took a break from it for a while because I mean yeah. I looked at it from like I was like man you gotta understand man this this guy been in the game since he was a child bro so it's like you know Absolutely. what I mean like at some point you know um, he, he missed a lot of stuff too you know working a lot and and you know what Absolutely. I mean you you kind of like you kind of it's like a gift and a curse a little bit it's great to be doing. You know, being a star and all that stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, you you still kind of get robbed of your childhood a little bit too. Being able to go, you know what I mean, do this thing. Right, right. So I kind of felt like, to me, I felt like you were just taking a break. You know what I mean, and, and kind of right, like right. focusing no, on some I, other absolutely. things. That, that, yeah, there definitely is some of that, you know, there too. And you know what, too, I, I wanted to say, Kevin, too, if, if I can, too. Also, you know, life happens too. You know, right. Um, I definitely had different, um, you know, different trials and tribulations to, um, occur, you know, in my life as well, um, you know, growing up, um, and I had to deal with that as well, you know, that was a part of it too, um, you know, one of the things that I hinted on was losing my mom, yeah, um, yeah. that was a big blow. You know, you remember, my, like I said, my mother was my manager. Um, she was my best friend, you know. Right. And um, when I started creating, you know, writing and directing, she was my producer. You know, she was the person that produced all of my stuff. And she figured out how to get it done. You know, I'm talking about with little to no budget, she figured out how to, how to get it done. And um, 
when she died, um, it took a piece of me, you know. I didn't grieve properly. I know I didn't. You know, there were like a good four or five years, uh, Kev, that I didn't, that I just kind of, um, I put on like this happy disposition. Yeah. Because I felt like that's what people expected from me. Right. I feel like, you know, I'm the person that's smiling all the time, you know. Right. So I need to show people that, you know, even despite this loss, I'm still smiling and I'm and I'm good, you know, and, and the glass is still half full, even though I was hurting and I was uh, really, really, really hurting. And I didn't um, deal with that, you know, the right way, you know. And it's not that I didn't have the support of people. It was just my not understanding how I was supposed to supposed to deal with it, you know, and I remember right. it's funny because I, I remember Wendell Pierce told me, he said, man, you don't have to be strong during that time. You don't have yeah, to be. Right. And he said, I don't actually don't like when people tell people, oh, you know, be strong. You know, you know, be it's going to be all right. It's okay for you to be weak in that in that moment. Right. You know. Right. So right. that was a big blow. And you know, but it took me some years. It took me therapy, but I, I got to shout out therapy because I know that's something that's taboo within the black community for sure. Um, but I went to therapy for like a year and I dealt with it better. Um, you know, and I still have moments, of course. It's not a day that, that goes by that I don't think about my mother. Um, and yes, there are things that, um, you know, things I've seen and things like that within the industry that I know probably affected me um, as an adult, that has affected me as an adult that I deal with as well. But the fact that I recognize it now, you know, makes it so much easier, Kev, you know? Yeah, man. Like, and, and like I say, you know, we're going to have to talk about that another segment, like like I say, because, you know, I, I just feel like, I just feel like it's important, man, to... To, yeah. to to you know that was my whole reason for creating this platform you know it was to bring you know people on like you man and highlight people that um that 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 have put in a lot of work in this game man but at the same time you know i like i like to to educate people too man you know what i'm saying and because it ain't it ain't what everybody think it is all the time you know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, I, I just, I just really appreciate you, man, keeping it a hundred. You know what I mean? And and I just think Absolutely. that it's so, so important in these times that we living in that people understand and and really try to to just wake up. You know what I'm saying? And and, and get themselves together and and really pay attention on what's going on out here and not get lost in the sauce. Absolutely. And and you know what? I have to have to keep it 100 because I do a disservice if I don't. Right. You know what I mean? I do a disservice to the aspiring actor um, or actress, you know, um, somebody that needs to know what it's really like from somebody who's been there. Exactly. You know, so if I'm given a false narrative or a, a false point of view of what it's like, you know, that it's all glitz and glam and and things like that, then I'm I'm doing a disservice to that person. Man, absolutely, absolutely, B. So what 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 can we um what can we 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 look forward to in the future, man? Well, you definitely can look forward to um like you said, me 
to be the next time you see my name on screen, it will be uh, written by, created by Brandon Hammond. Um, I, I'll say this too. I, I kind of want to kind of keep it somewhat under wraps just because it's been um, talked about and in the process of it. But there are a lot of, of fans of, um, I mentioned the film, Blue Hill uh, Avenue. And I remember I posted a, uh, like a throwback Thursday picture of me and a couple of the actors that were in the film with me. Right, right. And the response, man, was so overwhelmingly positive. People like, yo, what's up with a part two? What's up with a sequel? You know, you know, man, I love this movie. It's my favorite really classic, blah, blah, blah. So me and the fellas, um, along with, the director, uh, we have been talking about what? trying to develop a mini series, like a film series. Nah, I think that'll uh, be dope. Of of Blue Hill Avenue. Yeah, a, yeah. A story. I think remember be the dope. story? There's there's a large section that wasn't told. You know of, of how these young men ascended to become the men that they became. So we basically want to tell that story. So. Man, I think that that now I could see that that would be that would be so so dope, man. That'd be dope, right? Yeah, Thank man. You. Yeah, Thank yeah. Because Blue Hill Avenue, man. I don't. A, a lot of people, a lot of people slept on that movie, man. They did. They did. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. They slept man. on that movie, but I actually still got got the disc, man, and, and it, it's it's in the collection plate with with the rest of the classics. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a classic. Thank you, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. That 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 one right there was like. That one like that, it, it it was dope, man. It really, really Thank was. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Ken. Who, Thank who you. was the writer on that? I said it again? Who was the writer on that? Uh, Craig. Craig Ross. Uh, the man. director as well. Craig Ross Jr. Wow. Craig yeah, did his yeah. He did his thing yeah, he, on that. Thank you, man. Yeah, he, he's dope. And he actually got, I believe he has a show, um, I want to say called Matrimony, or, or no, Monogamy. I think it's Monogamy. Um, it's a, it's a TV show that he has um, <clears throat> that you can check out, too, if you just, just Google it, and um, it'll tell you the way to stream it. It's on one of the streaming platforms. So, oh, really? Yeah, man, and Craig is really doing his thing, man. He's, he's dope. So we definitely, uh, so you're definitely cooking up on the low. You, you know, we ain't going to put it out there right now. You're cooking up on the low, putting some, th <laughs> putting some trying, things man. together. Um Definitely that. Uh, I, I definitely get it. We we definitely are in line to get the exclusive whenever it does come out. We ain't even worried about that. We done solidified that already. So that's like going that, right? down. Put that, put that out there in the air, right? Put that in, uh, out there in the energy, man. Absolutely, man. Also, um, we got that um, Uncooped Radio. That's every Wednesday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that's Facebook Live, too, right? Yes, sir. Facebook Live and um, on iTunes, too. You can go on iTunes and subscribe to it as well. So if there's any show that you miss, you can always go back to it and catch it. Absolutely. And look, let's put those social platforms out there. And um, Mr. Hammond is going to do better, y'all, on social media as far as uh connecting with you guys and keeping you guys in the loop on a few things that he got going on. He's gonna do a yes. better job. He said that. Be patient with me, y'all. <laughs> Be patient. I haven't quite grasped this whole social media thing. I'm like I'm never gonna be the poster that's like 
posting every day or just random stuff like, hey, look at me at Chipotle. I'm yeah. chilling, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I, I definitely will uh, try to become more active, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook, things like that. So I do appreciate all of the support, though, all of the love. Oh, and one more shout out. I do have some family in Atlanta that I wanted to shout out to um, because they, they always show me love as well. So, you know, they know who they are. I wanted to shout them out. Um, you know, and my old church family, too. I got to shout out the old church family, New Covenant. I got to shout them out as well. That's right. But, but, yeah, be patient with me. I will be more active on social media. Exactly. So let's put them platforms out there in ways that they could connect with you. It's um, BL underscore ham. H-A-M-M, two M's, that's on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's just Brandon Hammond, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, H-A-M-M-O-N-D. On Twitter, it's B-Ham, just B underscore H-A-M-M. And I think that's it. Man, I think those are the, the, the platforms that I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. B, I ain't gonna lie, man, you really made my entire day. I ain't gonna lie. I, really? I, I, man, yeah, I man, I've been I've been waiting on this it. one, man. You know what I mean? I've been I've been really waiting on this one, man. And like, you know, it was every it was everything that um everything that I thought it would be and more. I was gonna and, say, um, I hope it was worth it, bro. Yeah, man. Listen, this is listen, this is a connection. So I'm saying, like, you got I'm serious. Like, you gotta come back on. Like, this is this is nothing. But we Absolutely. didn't even this is, it's just the first chapter. Hey, you ain't saying nothing but a word, man. You ain't Seriously. saying nothing but a word. I'm telling you, I'm I'm holding you to that. Don't yeah, don't say you can just say that and because it sounds good. Man, I'm listen, actually holding you to that, man. We about to do some big things, man. Like we we gonna we gonna talk more off air, but we about to do some. We about to do some big things, man. Y'all listen. Um, once again, Brandon Hammond. I just want to thank you. Again, for me and the Vibe team, we just want to say, man, we love you. We wishing you more blessings and more success towards everything that you touch. And we definitely waiting on you to come back on here, my brother. Wow. Thank you so much, Kev. Thank you to the Vibe Show podcast, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, shout out to Ike. You know, shout out to you and uh, Christina, I believe, as well. Yes, yes. Everybody a part of the Vibe Show, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Very humbled by it. Um, and thanks for the support. Absolutely, absolutely. Y'all know what it is. 105.9. It's the Vibe Show with my special guest, the one and only OG <laughs> in the game, my partner, big dog, Brandon Hammond. We out. Peace.